Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you uh, are on social media and want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. I've never really promoted my um, social media at all. I should have because I've been doing my show for six years and I've had, I would have like 20,000 followers by now. So fucking follow me at those places if you can. It would be very helpful. Uh, if you Also, I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. And my podcast is also on YouTube. And I love YouTube as a platform. It's a great place for people to comment on the episodes, talk to the guests who, are, who have been on the episodes, and talk to me. I reply to everyone who comments on YouTube. So go on to YouTube, su- subscribe to my YouTube channel, Strictly Anonymous Podcast, and comment on the show if you want to, or to talk to me or talk to them. Uh, if you want to be on the show... You want to call in while remaining totally anonymous. Everyone on this show is anonymous, including me. Uh, but you could also remain anonymous. Call in, talk about your naughty life, your secret life, or if you have a problem and you need unprofessional good advice, because I think I give good advice, but I'm unprofessional. <laughs> uh, send me, oh no, go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com and click on, or send me an email there and I'll send you a link and you could schedule a time to call in uh if you want to join my patreon uh, i set up a patreon i love patreon there's a big uh pantyhose tier there and anybody that's into pantyhose should fucking join because there's a lot of interesting uh, content on there i just did a round table where i talked to my sister and my cousin while they were wasted drunk sort of buzzed i talked all about pantyhose with them and it was like the minute i left the room and let them talk it was fascinating uh so if you want to hear that and get a lot of other pantyhose episodes pantyhose reviews all that kind of good stuff join my pantyhose tier at seven bucks a month you're supporting the show like i said you're getting that extra content i have two other tiers uh for regular listeners there's a three dollar tier where you get all my shows uh my weekly shows three days early you get them on friday at noon as opposed to sunday night at 8 30 uh, you also get a monthly Q&A that I do about myself, about the show. There's really interesting scoopage on there. There's already two up, one for July and one for August. Uh, you could join up for $5. And with that tier, you get uh, early access. I mean, early, yeah, early access to my episodes. You get the Q&As. And you also get extra episodes. All my part twos are now aired there, unless the part two includes a female guest. Female guests always go on the regular channel. But remember Jamie? 
the guy who uh, was by and his girlfriend accepted him. I think I did. I say this on my last one. Well, he's got did a part two. He's not so happy with that girlfriend anymore. And it was very soon after like he became unhappy after we talked. So that's an interesting episode that's posted there as well as other part twos. Remember that guy who called in and said he his wife fucked his aunt. Well, he did a part two and he fucking doubled down on that stuff. That incest, his incest stories. They were like incest story galore, galore. On his part two. But so all my part twos are on my $5 tier on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast and sign up. Uh, what else? Okay, so today, who, what the fuck is the guy's name today? I forget what his name is. Oh, wait, his, I, yeah, his name is Doug. Doug, okay. So Doug called in or he wrote in first and he was like, listen, I'm a listener of your show and. I don't like how you talk about or what you, how you define bisexual, bisexuality, right? <laughs> and, you know, he wasn't the first person to bring that up. And I was like, oh, you know, because I've talked to a lot of bisexual, quote unquote, guys on the show. And I always give my idea of what I think it means and all that good stuff. And this guy was here to call me out and say, like, you don't have it right at all. And I want to explain uh, you know, what it, what bisexual really means. And he was right. I was totally wrong. I had a guy, it was really funny because right after he wrote in and said that and we taped his conversation, I had another guy write in and say, hey, I want to come on the show and, you know, get help you get it straight. <laughs> I taped one with him too. I don't, well, that'll be airing a couple of weeks from now. But um, that's what we discuss on this with Doug. Doug is a bisexual guy. He explains, like I said, the difference between what I thought bisexual was and what it really means. Uh, he talks about how the difficulties uh, that come about because of being bisexual. Am I talking fucking right today? I don't think so, but I don't feel like retaping this on the intro. So I'm just going to leave it. Um, so he talks about the issues that he faces as a bisexual guy. He talks more general. I try to get personal with him, but he wouldn't go there. And not because I think he was avoiding going there or that he didn't want to talk about himself. I didn't get that or I would have called him out on it. It was more so because I think he had... A purpose to call in and his purpose was just to help me understand uh, what it means to be bisexual and also help me and the audience understand the issues that bisexual people have um, and it's super interesting and like I said I mean I typically like my show to be much more personal and I peel back the layers on my guests this one we talk more general and we just talk all about bisexuality the definition of it the the problems that are you know the problems that bisexual people have uh and the problems they encounter uh whether it's a black or white issue he talks a lot about that because he happens to be black and he believes that it's more so a problem for him to find somebody to date because he's bisexual so anyway i think if you've been listening to my podcast for a while and you're you've always been frustrated with my idea of what bisexual means this will make you feel a lot better you won't be yelling at me on this call <laughs> uh so anyway i'm gonna be right back on with doug Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. 
send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous. Oh, hey, Doug. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm good, Kathy. How are you? I'm good. So you wrote in, and one of the first things you said was that you like kind of had a bone to pick with me about the whole, like how I define bisexual people, right? <laughs> like it irritates you. I'm assuming yeah. you're bi, right? And I love when somebody, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I could always be wrong. I almost kind of like being wrong because it, it humbles me, you know, and it's fine. And um, then I know that I have the whole bi kind of argument with a lot of people, and I definitely have an idea of what I think about it. So I'd love to hear what you as a, as a bisexual guy believes is truly the way to explain it and to prove me completely wrong. (laughs) Sure. Sure, No problem. Um, So I want to start off by saying I'm a huge fan of the show. And like the only times I would ever get like caught up is when I'm like, Ooh, the way she described that. (laughs) No, not really. No, like, no, no, no. Well, listen, that so, probably means that so a lot like, of other people are. That's why I'm glad you're coming on to maybe talk, uh, you know, and say something that other people have been thinking as well. Yeah, because there's a lot of stigma for, um, there's a lot of stigma on, on uh, put on bisexual people, mm-hmm. men and women. I used to think it was just men, but it's actually women too. And so I wanted to really kind of get into the, get into it that way we can, people can have them more well-rounded understanding because we're misunderstood by everyone and like, obviously me too <laughs> well well let well, me ask I don't you this is you it more so that the is your wait what were you going to just say i was going to say i don't know if you know this but like and we'll get into it but you know they say in lgbt like the b is silent because <laughs> we only have a place there yeah so, no that's what i that's exactly what i was going to say like i think it's a lot of it comes from that community right more so than the straight community i don't know you tell me you're going to explain it. No, no, it comes from both really well. You get a lot from the straight uh, straight community as well. And I just recently found out that a lot of bi girls have issues because a lot of men think that, oh, well, you're bi, so you must want to have a threesome with me and some other girl. And they're like, no. Right. But, uh, but anyway, so let me get into, I guess, the, the main thing. So I, in one of your last calls, um, you had said to this guy, well, you know, you're just sexually attracted to the, you're bi, so you're just sexually attracted, right? So you're not, so you're not romantically attracted to a guy, otherwise that would make you gay. Uh-huh. And the, and, but the truth of the matter is, is that being bisexual is not just about sexuality. It's about um, who you, who you were attracted to, whether it's, whether it's sexual or, um, or emotional because like, and, and it, for some reason, when we talk about heterosexuals or homosexuals, we don't just think of them in terms of sex. Like if you're a heterosexual, nobody, I don't know anybody that says, okay, well that just means you want to have sex with somebody of the same, or um, like if you're a man, oh, you're, you're a heterosexual man, meaning you want to have sex with women, but you want to be romantically, you can be romantically with a guy. Like, like that's not like, but that's not, it really is about, the bottom line is, is that it's really an attraction. Yeah, there are bi people out there. It's all a spectrum, right? So yeah, you have yeah. bi people out there that 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 are not um, that are really it is just about sex with them, and they really don't want to be with some someone of the same sex. Okay, fine. If you classify as bi, fine. But within that, this, and I would I would submit to you that the majority of 
by people are really monogamous relationship people that can be in a relationship with a man or woman. So I might be sexually attracted to a guy, but I might, but you know, but if I wanted to be in a, and if I was in a relationship with him, it would make me gay because I could break up with him and then be in a relationship with a woman. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but I thought that there was another word for that, meaning fluid, right? Like somebody who, like there's homosexual, right? There's mm-hmm. heterosexual, there's bisexual, and then mm-hmm. there's fluid. Somebody who could be either, you know, with a man or a woman romantically, sexually, like the whole shebang. So what you're saying, though, is say there's three things. There's homosexual, bisexual and heterosexual and that bisexual in the middle it's not just about sex it's about being homosexual sometimes and heterosexual sometimes right i mean that would make more sense if you had just those three words right yeah we don't even like to define it like okay well sometimes we're homosexual sometimes we're hetero it's just the bottom line is that like you know it's like it's just the bottom line is okay i'm bi i could be in a relationship that means i'm sexually attracted to both and i could be and i'm romantically both now again that's the majority of us not all of us but you know some are really just about you know sex and yeah. that's you know that's okay uh-huh. um but the term fluid though actually is really more of like a, a, a it's it is it, and it's, a lot of it's very generational too because like totally now because i'm i'm in my i'm in my early 30s mm-hmm. so um so i still come from that millennial era where we still try to define everything by you know not not we try to define things simply, but apparently it's not so. So when you, but no, when you, you get, have a million like, words for the, things now, there's so many more. No, no. Well, again, the people that really seem to come up with that are like the young, young, young millennials straight um, to enter the, uh, I guess we call them Gen Z or whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what yeah, yeah. The newer Gen. Uh huh. Yeah, but, younger than you. Yeah, they're they're the ones that have embraced so much this whole fluid aspect. And when you're fluid, it doesn't necessarily mean, oh, what that makes you buy. Fluid can mean, like, I mean, just think about all the people that have called into your show. Like, you've mm-hmm. had someone that says, well, I don't like, I don't like men. I don't like hairy arms and all this, but I love suck Well, that's sexually fluid because you really don't necessarily fit in any of the three main categories, but you're definitely not straight or gay. You're somewhere in between, somewhere in there. And so that's at least sexually anyway. And so it makes you sexually fluid. So your show is a great representation of what it means like to be sexually fluid because you have all kinds of people and just things that you can't box into. Okay. Straight, gay, lesbian. You know what I mean? Please. And every time I, I mean, it's like right now, like I've heard a lot of guys that have this thing where they like to dress up as a woman and be with a man, but they don't want to be with a man as a man. They want to be with a, like with a man when they are a woman and it's a very different. And so it's like, that's like a whole new way to look at things. And I'm always, and like, I would say like three years into my show, I hadn't heard from anybody that was into that. And now I hear a lot of that and that's like a whole other aspect. And like you said, yeah, like, I mean, how could you figure out a, a, a term for each one of these things? There's so, there's so much on the spectrum, right? I mean, I posted something on Instagram yesterday, which was pansexual. And that, it was, it was, I think it said something like, it's who when you love a person for who you are, they are, not what they are. So I'm like, then is pansexual, yeah. bisexual the same? Like, it's kind of confusing, right? No, no, no. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. 
send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Right. So the difference between pansexual and bisexual is that bisexuals are attracted to men or women, one or the other, I mean, or both. Pansexual, it doesn't matter whether you identify as male, female, if you're trans, it doesn't oh, matter okay. what you are. It doesn't uh-huh. matter where you fall. Yeah. It's And, and another term was from that, I believe when I studied it, in college was like omnisexual too. So pan and omni, uh-huh. you know, but you know, I, I got to say though, I think the younger generation and then order, they, it seems like they were, they've overcorrected now because now there are a million different terms. And if you yeah. don't subscribe, or you don't say it right. They bite your, they bite your head off or they expect you to, you know, like with the whole, and you know, not only is there sexual fluid, there's also gender fluid, which is really out there. I mean, no judgment, but it's like, Okay, so if you're gender fluid, something like, well, I may feel like a man one day or a female next day. I mean, like, yeah, the they're pronoun thing. It. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah, they're an it. It. Well, no, don't don't even say, oh, well, don't call me he, call me Z, right. Z, them. And it's like, look, there's only so much time in the fucking day, okay? No, you know, I know. Like, I have to get. Your, I have to get. Uh, I have to think sometimes about my titles. Like the, the recently, I, I put tranny in the title, but like, and that's a word that I grew up with that was okay. And the guy who was on specifically said, like, I have a lot of friends who are transsexual, and they they don't mind the word tranny, you know. So I used it in that title, but I feel like there's yeah. probably a lot of younger people that are offended by that. There word, are right. There are. Yeah, it's a generational thing again mm-hmm. because I still grew up with hearing tranny all the time. And, but like on that, on this one show, Tales from the City or whatever, this young gay guy was getting into an argument with these older gay guys and he was upset because they used the word tranny and they're just like, are you kidding me? Right. And he's like, isn't that out offensive? So, so it's, it, that's generational, but right. I think they're just going too far. Well, my thing is be whoever you want to be, but don't put such, so much of a burden on other people to now conform to every little thing that you want to do. Right. You know, because like if, if I only got two hours and I'm running from this meeting to the next, if you look like you got two breasts and you're wearing lipstick, if I accidentally call you a woman, don't don't protest me because that's what you look like, you know. So right. It's, mm-hmm. it's, so I think I think I think they do a little too much, but but yeah. But see, so back to the bi thing. It's, yeah. it's really you know being being bi. Oh, and I would just say one thing. Uh-huh. I think a lot of your callers. Kathy, before I, I've always been fascinated by sexuality, but, and before your podcast, I was pretty much like, okay, I knew how I thought about things or what caused. Now, when I hear some of the shit people say when they call into your show, <laughs> I feel like, I just feel like when, cause people, you know, I, okay. More closed minded people might think, oh, well, like for the dude who likes to get dressed and get fired, you know, as a cross dress or whatever, like, they might, uh, there are people that say, oh, well, you're just, you don't want to, you want to pretend that you're not attracted to men because of how you grew up, whatever your expectations are, whatever. And that very well could be true. They may not even be lying to you. They may be lying to themselves mm-hmm. or they're real. And, 
or they may not be lying to themselves and that's just what they are and what they're into. And so I've kind of just, it's kind of just blown up any and everything that I could have reasoned through. And the bottom line is you, you, you will never know. They may never know. All they know is what their reality is. When they call your show and I'm listening to them, some of the, some of the guys I'm like, okay, all the stuff that you're saying, you could have had an upbringing or a bad experience that probably made it to where you uh, to where you can suck a dick, but you were just so turned off by seeing a naked man anywhere else where doing that. Or maybe not. Maybe really it is whatever it is. Oh, you but think again, that maybe them to do that. right? So you're saying that maybe sometimes there there could be guys that have to like they can't be with a guy like like what I just said before. There's some guys like they could only be with a guy as a woman. Right. But you're saying that maybe that person has it's because they're so afraid to be sort of in touch with that part of them, like the the man in them that actually does want to be with the man. So they have to dress up as a woman and mask it so they don't sort of face themselves. Is that what you're saying? Well, that was kind of a uh, well, that and actually that does make sense. But that was kind of a um, that's kind of a bad example I used. I guess a better one would be if you have a guy saying like, oh, well, I just love sucking dudes off but i but uh, nothing else about men is attractive Absolutely oh i nothing. have Absolutely a lot of nothing. those like, yeah i have a lot of those on my exactly show. right <laughs> yeah exactly that right? always and, blows my mind and i had to well see i always have to think i always have to think back and i'm thinking because sometimes i listen i'm just like you could be lying to kathy and not even really knowing it or you could for be lying sure. to yourself yeah not, for sure. if you haven't done yeah if you haven't taken the time to really examine and accept and be okay with what it is and just, you know, and be open to the fact that maybe you would be attracted to the whole part of a man, but you focused on this and fixed your mind to feel this way so you can justify it. Yeah, for Then sure. there are other times when I listen to these guys and I'm just like, no, maybe you didn't have an experience and maybe you're just somebody who loves being so submissive and just the idea. And if you see a big, big dick or a big black dick, whatever it is that you just be like, something in your mind goes, damn, that is too big. That like that is too big for me not to, for me to not to get a hold of that. And just be like, all right, man, I'm I'm a, I'm, I'm a into dude. it. You right. know, I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't no, know. I definitely so I, think so I the. Kind of just, I definitely think the guys that are like, oh, I don't like men. I just like dicks in my mouth. But I'm like, I think I remember a conversation recently when I'm like. But a, like a guy has a dick, so if you like dicks, it's a man. Like I mean, you can't sort of say that that's not that you are you aren't into guys and I definitely do think that there are older guys I think like like you say the younger generation is a lot more open and stuff but I say that too you know older guys I think a lot of them can't say definitely and I think I call them out on this that they can't sort of admit that they're into guys because they're so afraid of what that would say or mean and it a lot of that is not so much their upbringing in their own little tiny family it's more so the society that they grew up in you know what I mean like what does that mean does that mean that they're gay and then what does that mean that there's not a real man quote unquote you know because I've said to people on my show like I think it's almost insulting to gay men how you how you sort of deny your desires right because like why is it so bad to be gay you know what I mean like like or what are you afraid of you know it's so to me it's almost like a diss to people and I find that that's like it's 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 not cool right but I think that uh, people that are older a lot older than you definitely have some of that because of society you know but yeah and I'll be but you know what though yeah. I, I as much as I agree with you, it's just I've just kind of to let go and realize that 
because of some of the shit I've seen and heard in the past, I don't know, a few years, especially on your show, I'm just like, this is very possible that like, because to me, Tristan, traditionally, I'd be like, okay, if you like wearing pantyhose and you like wearing women's clothes and everything, how are you not somehow wanting to, because I know there's some, you got a whole fucking load of pantyhose people. I'm like, damn. Oh, yeah. I did not know there were that many out there. Yeah, I'm starting a whole separate, like on my Patreon page, I'm setting up a whole tier of just for the pantyhose people because I'm going to have a lot of stuff on there because I have so many pantyhose guys wanting to call in my show and I don't like to do the same topic all the time, you know, but I could literally tape a pantyhose guy every day and be okay. And the guys love hearing everybody's stories. It's just a very popular fetish. There's a lot, like I always tell all my guy friends, you're a guy you've got friends like there's out of your whole group of guy friends there's a couple there like maybe two out of ten that are into it because it's so common i'm telling you yeah and i I, every time i look at i'm like damn another pantyhose okay all right let's see where (laughs) this is going let's i have to look i have to look in your description to see how spicy it's going to be to see if it's worth my time but but anyway but yeah yeah so it's um so but with the whole um buy thing it's just really there's so much stigma on us that it's really hard for us to, well, first of all, going back again, if a guy, sometimes maybe, I don't know, maybe people like fucking lollipops and, and popsicles so much that maybe the guy really just wants to fuck a bit. I have no idea. And I just stopped judging it. I just said that, you know, this is, everybody's into their own thing. But I would say for being bi though, it is one of the most hardest, most difficult things to be because I've had experiences where, like, so I'll, I'll talk to you about from the straight side and then the LGBT community from the straight side. And I'm black, too. But yeah, let's talk about your, black. let's talk about it from your point of view, right? Because you're giving your opinion yeah. like, in a broad sense. But I want to hear about yeah. you because I know that you said that it's very difficult to be a black bisexual man, you know, and that's why a part Extremely. of why you wanted to explain it. But I think it's going to come across and yeah. be even more interesting when you explain it, like how you see it as you instead of like yeah. brother's picture, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was going to get to that. So like with me, mm-hmm. for instance, like I would tell you that I, I hear it every day and they don't, the women don't know when I'm listening. I hear it every day. When women talk about, oh, I couldn't be with a bi man, couldn't be a bi with a bi man, and but the reality is, is like I said, men, like for me, like I am a monogamous man, I'm a good man, I could provide, I, I I'm a great man, but I can have everything on the everything, and yet there was a girl I asked, I said, so let me just ask you this, so let's say I was, a, you know me, and you know that like I could. I could uh, provide everything for you. I would be, I would be the perfect dude. I would even make it so that you had the password to my phone, my email, all this stuff that you could, all of it, and so that you wouldn't have to worry about anything. Would you still be with me, knowing that I'm buying? She said, honestly, I don't think so. And I'm like that, and that was like a gut punch. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? If you, if if I check all the boxes, and yet that's still not enough for you. Because because a lot of women have it in their mind that, oh, well, number one, there's the issue of, oh, somehow I'm less of a man. And then who, those who don't think that think, oh, well, I have to now, I'm not only have to compete with women, I have to compete with men, which I'm not that kind of guy. I'm the kind of guy where if I'm with you, I'm with you. I know, but I if have I'm to more, tell I you, need... I, I know, I, but I have mm-hmm. to tell you, and I don't think that this is a black or white or male or female thing. I'm just saying that a, just a human being, if they're going into a relationship 
and falling in love with someone that's when you're like the most vulnerable they can't read your mind right they don't know for sure like you could say anything you want that you're like really monogamous nobody really knows you know what I mean like you know because you're you but like that person's not in your head and when they think it's not about that they have to compete it's it's about that it's about feeling like they're with somebody that they'll never be able to give them what they need. You know what I mean? Like how if I'm a woman, right, and I meet a guy that's bi and he's like, but I'll never go with guys, I'm going to feel like he's going to really want to. And how if I can't be, I'm not a man, I can't satisfy that need. So there's always going to be that sort of insecurity to think like, you know, if I'm that girl that doesn't want you to be with men, right, that they're going to be, that you might want to stray because I'm not going to be able to give you what you really want. And I think that there's a lot of that so me, involved in it. So, so, so let me respond to that because I listen to the callers on your show. Yeah. And, I, and based on the experiences you've had with callers on your show, mm-hmm. I totally understand how you would come to that, that reason. But let me just say this, though. Personally, I think a lot of the callers that are buying men that are like, oh, well, I, I have to satisfy this urge. I have to, have to satisfy the other, other side. No, you really don't. Life is about, it's about choices. And I'm sure that even if you're in a heterosexual relationship, there might be some things that your man is into or likes that you don't, but that or that you don't do. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to do it, and you don't have the same level of anxiety. But I mean, me how many times this. if you're in a relationship? No, but let me ask yeah. you about your life specifically. You're 30, early 30s, mm-hmm. right? What's the? Are you in a relationship yeah. right now? Not right now. No. Okay. How long? What's the longest relationship that you've ever been in? Uh, year and a half. Right. So a year and a half, you could be with a, was it with a woman or a man? With a woman. Okay. Um, but like, so for a year and a half, you were able to be with a woman and never be with a man. But like, you don't know how you're going to feel. A lot of times the callers that I'm talking to are people that have been with someone for 15 years. You know what I mean? They're not somebody, it's not Mm -hmm. a guy that's saying like, oh, I couldn't keep my fucking dick from being sucked by a guy for a year and a half. You know, 10 years, 15 years, years down the line, you're with your wife and you're a bisexual guy and you have those urges that's it starts to come up most of the guys say that they could keep it under wraps for a while but then the urge comes up and and i think you're most of the time hearing from people who are in relationships and locked down with one sex for a a a really long time and so i don't know that you really know how you would be if you know with a woman for 10 years well here's the thing though because i do know by people that are I do know by guys that are in relationships with women that have been in relationships, relationships longer than 10, 15 years. Yeah. And, you know, they, he, he, a friend of mine views things like I do. This is the way I look at it um, when it comes to, because I think it, it has everything to do with approach. I don't base my, what, these are the things, the things I need in my life are food, shelter, and intimacy mm-hmm. and love, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't need, but so I place more emphasis and when I go go into a relationship and if I were to be married, I would focus on how much I can give to my other partner and how much they can give to me. And so when we make that, especially when it comes to sex, when we make that the core of saying, okay, I'm going to give this to you of me and you give this to me of you, it becomes less about, well, how do I satisfy this urge? Or this need, it, it becomes more about you and me right. and what we can do for each other. Mm-hmm. And so, personally, I think I don't. I think that a lot of the guys don't come in with that 
that a lot of people shoot in general don't come in relationships like that. It's when they think of sex, it's about what can I get out of this? And if I can't get out what I'm not getting and need, I need to find it elsewhere. And I think that if you go, if you model your relationship like that, eventually those urges are going to take over because that's what you prioritize other than how you, what you give to the woman that you're with or to the man that you're with. And these people that go behind their spouses' backs or whatever, and they blame behind behind the sexuality, everybody has their own choice of what to do. I don't judge people. If you cheat, you cheat. That's on you. But don't try to make it seem like, oh, well, because I have to satisfy this urge or I have to come this way and she's not going to do that. Nobody has to come. We live, I mean, and I know you've mentioned that before on the show, but in my view, in my opinion, Nobody actually has to come. That's a choice that you make because people have accidents all the time, things that happen to them. One of my best friends, he can't get it up anymore. He can't, um, you know, come. He can, but he has he has satisfying experiences, you know. But so people, if people say I need to come this way or I need to do that, that's what their body, that's what their mind is going to take them to. I don't think that way. And I know other people that, who are bi and I that don't think that way. Right. And whether okay. you're straight or gay or lesbian, if you're going to cheat, you're going to cheat. If you're not, you're not, you know. Yeah, But no, I don't judge sure. people because you never. Yeah. Right. So then, I was just saying, I don't judge people because you never know what really, because you never know. Like you said, like you said, I never know what would cause what problems that I have in my life that may cause me to go astray this way. I'm a, I don't think I would, but I don't know. And I, that's why I don't judge people, but I wouldn't hide behind my sexuality to do that. Being bi is not like you're uh, like you're you're on drugs or something, or you're sore or something. You get the urge, and it's like an addict. It's it for me. It's as, it's as simply as it boils down to: I'm interested in you. I'm attracted to you. Right. I'm in love with you. This is what I want. Even if I felt incomplete, because I'll be honest with you, there is an incompleteness that I felt only because I'm always looking for the perfect this or the perfect that. I'm always projecting. So if I'm single and I, I don't know, and I can be attracted to any man or female is kind of like, okay, well, what's, what, what is the perfect vision for me? So sometimes there's an incompleteness, but again, when I'm with a woman, I'm not thinking, oh man, I wish I had some dick right now instead right. of this vagina or I need to, or I need some dick with my vagina. It's not like you need a cocktail, you know, a, a <laughs> rum right, and coke right. or something. Yeah. It's just, I love you. I love you and I love everything about you and your body and I am into you. Right, because it's you know, not about, and like what you keep saying is it's not just about sex, right? I'm going more towards, oh, Mm-mm. there's that sex thing. And so if you are if you have that sort of attraction, openness, you're going to be like thinking about dicks all the time when you're saying it's, no, it's more like you're about the person. So if you're with a woman at that time, you're with the woman. Have you ever, let me ask you this, have you ever dated a guy? Yeah. And, and how long did you date the uh, guy for? A mm, couple months, a right. few months. Mm-hmm. And now, um, and it's and I've done it more than once. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you this: When did you like? First of all, when did you realize that you were bi? Like, mm. how young were you that you were aware? Very, very. Well, well, I was aware about little things that didn't. And this is why I also think that sexuality can and will will evolve over time um, as we grow. Because for me, it was just little things like you know, like things that I would enjoy or things that I would be around, like, you know, hanging out with a lot of, I hung out with a lot of girl guys, I hung out with girls or there'd be things or things that I would, what I would, um, I can't even think of them, but just little clues. And then in my teen years before I actually came up with a, before I actually used the name for it, I, I, you know, I knew. So in my, in my teen years, 
Right. And now, did you lose your virginity? Like, how old were you when you lost your virginity to a girl? And then how old were you when you lost your virginity to a guy? Yeah, um, 17 with a girl, and I was 20 with a dude. And now, are do most people in your life know that you're bisexual, or is it a totally private thing? Mm, only, if, only, only a few people. Does your family know? Uh, some. And oh, what I was going to say, the racial aspect of it, right? Yeah. So what makes it even harder being black is that, so... And I did all kinds of women. It doesn't have to just be black, but not only do most white, not only do most women not date someone who's bi, 98% of black women would not date a a, a bi man. I know that to be true. And so, and the ones that do are usually the ones that are in the younger generation that, you know, live in this world of polyamory. And I'm not saying they all do, but you know, like the ones that are usually okay with a, with a bi black guy, they're like, oh, okay, well, no, that's cool. So are we going to be polyamorous? Are we going to invite somebody in? It's like, like whoa, yeah. whoa, I, no. I may be that way, but I, I'm still a monogamous person. I'm not. That doesn't mean um, what you might think. And I'm glad you asked about like the from the gay guy side because so with the LGBT community, a lot of gays look at bi men and think, oh, wait, you hear this all the time. Them and women say, oh, well, you're just being greedy. It's not like, oh, I got to have this. I got to have this. It's not like you need a buffet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're you going to have, I mean, you will have those people out there in every category, but but the majority of us, I mean, you, there's a whole Reddit page to our community and we kind of share a lot of stories and a lot of heartbreak and things like that and, and all the misconceptions. So, And is that I'm where hoping, you found so, out that there was women that felt that way? The bisexual women feel the same way? Yeah. Yeah, because I always thought they had it more easy. Well, I still think they have it easy. But I always thought that they had it like, you know, like it was never an issue. But for a lot of women, it's just like, look, just because I might be into women doesn't mean that I want to be with three people or I want to have a, be a polyamorous or whatever. I'm just letting you. And right. I get it. Trust me, I get it. I get I get the apprehension. Sex, you know, go down on a girl in front of you so you could get your fucking rocks yeah. off. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not completely naive. I mean, I get the idea. That because when it comes to I thought about what it would be like for me to date a bi girl, and I have reservations too because you just you never know. But at the same time, it's like you never know what. Um, what would your what, reservation? You be? never know. You, my reservation might be I never know if she might if I might not be enough. Duh. But at the end of the day, so you feel the same no, no, way. Check that, no, hmm. no, 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 no. But but that doesn't make. But that doesn't stop me from being open. See, no, but let me I, ask, I, no, that, no, no. That, that but let me ask you. If you met a bi girl tomorrow and she said, I'm bi, Mm -hmm. would you, but I'm totally Mm -hmm. monogamous, like, would you date her? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Okay. I thought for a second. Absolutely. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, I'm just acknowledging the apprehension. Right. You understand it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. You understand it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why I gave the scenario, like, and I gave it to my friend who's a girl. I said, but if I checked all the boxes. If I even gave you my, you had the password to my cell phone, my email, all this stuff, so, so you could satisfy any of your insecurities, would you would you date me? And she she couldn't answer. And to me, I'm just like, that, I'm I'm settling this apprehension for you. I'm giving you all that you need, and I'm a private person. I don't give that shit to anyone, but I love you that. But I would love you that much. And she still was like, I don't know. I don't think I'd be able to do it. 
Right, but, but that's me, one like, girl. But that's one girl. Like you say, ninety-eight percent of black women. I mean, I think as a white woman, most of my <laughs> white girlfriends, will, if they knew a guy was bisexual, I think they'd be apprehensive. I think it happens with white women too, don't you? Or no? No, 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 no. It happens with every. I mean, it happens with a lot of women. I'm saying, but it's specifically with black women. It's the majority of them because of the religious conservatism. And even in the Latino community, a lot like you know, there's this machismo, and there's all this um, right. expectations yeah, 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 put on what sure. it means to be a man, mm-hmm. whether you're Latino or black. As yeah. society has kind of put a lot on us, so they already kind of look at you, even if they don't say it, as being less of a man. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah. so no, I, that I know, I, I know what I speak on that, but yeah, but no, sure. I think it's with white women. But I, have and found I don't that think there are... I'm, I people always say I mm-hmm. interrupt and I definitely do. I always I also don't think that AIDS helps your the situation. Do you know what I mean? I think the whole stigma around it and the fact that you could like die from it. You know what I mean? And that it, it's in the gay community. If you don't use condoms, you fuck a guy in the ass like, you know, you could get AIDS like that. It's like I don't think I think that that also adds to it, you know, because I just think that that's like well, a stigma yeah. attached to it. Right, because nowadays you could take, aren't there drugs you could take like just to keep you from ever that, getting it, right? Like, Well, it's a, well, it's supposed to be, per, but see, I don't even do that. Like, I'm a condom guy anyway. Right, yeah. I mean, as much as people, as much as people don't do that, the reality is even if there's a pill that you take that will prevent you or supposedly will prevent you from HIV because they're not always that effective, it yeah. doesn't make you any, it doesn't, it doesn't protect you from other STDs. Right, right, so of course. You could be, so yeah. you could be HIV and be with chlamydia, Get gonorrhea. Herpes. The gift that keeps on you know, giving. Herpes, all yeah, of it. yeah, please. Exactly, so... Yeah. So that's so, so it's it's rough and it's it's a struggle, but you know it's you know. But I just wanted to make sure, and 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 I listened to some of the guys on this channel. I'm like you, and I'm like it's people like you that ruin it for like people, you know, like uh, me. Oh, oh, I know. I was gonna say I was gonna get to the point where they talked about um, the LGBT. Yeah, a lot of them, they a lot of gays, they don't they think oh well, you're um, they think you're just a lot of them go oh you're just really gay. You haven't really you know found the right one yet or whatever or they'll be like man i can't be with you because you're too greedy and all this kind of stuff so it's it's they're more so you get it on them, both but, but you get it on both sides right you get the guys that are a little yeah. intimidated for whatever reason because you like women yeah. and the women are freaked out because yeah. you like men so like what have right. you ever met and so and when you meet a bisexual woman that freaks you out would maybe a bisexual man be like the best thing for you have you ever dated a sure. bisexual, like a bisexual guy, right? A guy who's mm-hmm. exactly like you. Like, have you ever dated a bisexual guy? I mean, no, no. I mean, I, uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, I may have, but from what I can tell, no. But what do you go? So why right. would that be better? I don't. I don't know. I'm just wondering because you did say before you're like sometimes there is a sort of feeling of like never being able to feel completely satisfied, right? Because you got this over there, that over there, and then you, you know, so I well, just... I mean, but those are things that, but those are things I think once I, and once I establish my life mm-hmm. and I, and I see the clear path, that's not going to worry me. I just meant like, you know, okay, you want the wedding with like the female in the wedding, you know, wife and all that stuff. And it's a beautiful, pretty picture and all that. And then there's this one picture, whatever with this dude, I'm, you know, I'm just saying like, there are certain things that you give up that you, 
won't won't get to experience ultimately if you want to have that monogamous relationship. And I'm just saying those things like if you if you're married to a dude, well, you're not going to have that woman walking over down the, the aisle in the, in the you know the wedding dress. At least I'm not doing that. So you know, so I'm just saying that. But let me that ask you, you about you. Like, what does? Because I was going to get to this. Like, what does your future? look like to you or is it like you don't know because it's depending on whether you wind up with a man or a woman like do you wanna like one day quote unquote get married have kids yep. live with somebody yeah. right and does how does that look yeah. for you is it do you feel like oh it would have to be with a woman or it could be with a man like do you definitely want kids it could be with it could it it could be with either. I mean, right. I'm saying like, I want I want to be married have kids mm-hmm. but when I look at the and I look at when I look at um, oh, when I look at some uh, relationships, or not, I'm sorry, I'm doing blank. When I look at like you know the images that you see, like you know with the men, the the, the man, the woman, those that family unit, you know those are things, beautiful things that I like and I love to have that. Then you look at the other side and you see, oh wow, these two dads raising kids and all these things. That's a beautiful thing. Oh, I love that. Like I just have a tendency to do that with with my life and just kind of insert myself into different scenarios that may not even mean anything. So I'm just saying that those two, those two visions contradict each other. So you can't have both of them. No, but you could have one or the other. I don't think, I think you look at both of them because you're bisexual. Either one of them could be, it's like you will have a future and it will either be that one or the other one, right? Because you're, you want to get married and have kids and you're either going to be with another guy and you guys will use a surrogate and be able to have children that yeah, way, yeah, yeah. or you'll be with a woman, yeah, and sure. you'll have you'll have a you know you'll do it that way. But that's why I asked if your family yeah, well, knew, because like if you bring home a guy, right? Like when you were dating the guys, like do you bring them home to your house for like you know holidays and stuff like that? Yeah, no, that wouldn't be a problem. Right. No. I mean, so your mom knows that, that you're bisexual and you've dated yeah. guys, right? Okay. Yeah. Mom, dad, siblings. Yeah, I mean, we don't we don't sit around and talk about it. But yeah, they don't. Right, but when you've had relationships, like, well, like with your year and a half girl, like, how serious do you get? Like, do you bring mm-hmm. people home? Have you ever brought a guy home as your boyfriend and introduce them to your mm-hmm. family? No. Well, I mean, I I introduced one to my mom once. But, right. Um, that was it. But yeah, that's as far as that's gotten. Okay. You know? So, so when yeah. you date women, does like that girl that you were with for a year and a half, did she know you were bisexual? I'm assuming yes. No. Oh, she didn't. No. That's interesting that sometimes, and kind of sad that because sometimes you you have to keep that from your partner. Yeah, and see, like, I was watching, I don't know if you've seen that, but have you seen that show Love is Blind? Oh my god! I couldn't get past the first. I could. I know everyone loved it. I can never get past because I love like the Bachelor, the Bachelorette. Everyone was talking about that Love Is Blind, but I can't get past the beginning shit. Like it's just too corny for me and so stupid. Like I watched the first one and it's like twenty minutes in, they're saying, "And I love them," and I'm falling in love, and they're expressing all these corny feelings. I don't even have those. I can't express those corny feelings five years into a relationship, let alone twenty minutes into it. It's so bad. So, but you you gotta get past it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, at the first episode, the shit gets real because they go through yeah. all the real stuff. Yeah, that's what everyone And I'm afraid says. to tell you then, since you haven't seen it, no, I'm, I'm afraid to tell you, it. you know, it's everywhere. No, I'm not going to okay. watch it. Okay, all right. So they had this one character, Carlton, yeah. on there, right? This one mm-hmm. character. He reveals after he proposes to a girl that 
that he's he's by and she and it becomes an issue but she was willing to sit down and talk with him and, and she's they're black right mm-hmm. she was willing to sit down and talk with him which blew me away because a lot of black women won't even take the time to like be like okay let's let's think about this right. but he became a drama queen and ended up screwing it up for himself and anyway she but the point her. I was trying to uh no, she looked like she was in her mid thirties. Okay, cool. so I was really, I was really shocked by that. But what made a lot of people upset, what made her upset, was like, well, why didn't you tell me before we got engaged? And see, this is the thing a lot of people don't realize. It's like, okay, I've been in the situation where it's like, okay, you let somebody know, you know, beforehand. Okay, well, look, I just want to let you know. I'm a good guy and all this stuff, but I just wanted you know to be fair with you. That, yeah, I am, you know, by and just so that you know. Yeah. And then, the, and then you don't, and then you don't get past it. That you don't even get past that date. Yeah. Versus, you give the person a chance to really, the woman a chance to really get to know you. She sees all the beautiful, wonderful qualities about you. She falls in love. She's so beautiful. And then, at some point, obviously not too far down the line, but at some point, you're like, okay, look, I just want you to know. This is this. I, I waited because I wanted you to see the real me and to see, we'll see all the good things and 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 it's safer that way and they're more likely to understand. So I get why a lot of women don't like to. They want to know up front, but a lot of times, not even just with this issue. How many times have you seen where like somebody was like, if if the, if they had unloaded a certain issue or that piece of baggage about their past or whatever before they got before they got serious, then they never would have been able to see the beauty in that person when they, when they got married and were together for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. It's a very hard call. It's like for people with herpes. I had a girlfriend. I always talk about this girl that I knew that had herpes, and I'd always be like, you don't want to tell <laughs> you a guy. You just brought that out of nowhere. You're like, yeah, it's just like herpes, yeah. Well, you know, it's like the same kind of thing. Like, I, like you don't want to tell the guy right away, right? Because that might say, like, you want to kind of get him to really, like, like you so that he's maybe more available to be like, okay, I'll put a pass on that because I already think you're super fucking cool or whatever, you know? <laughs> like, But I just think it, there's a lot of things that, I say it, we talk about it with my pantyhose guys, some of them that don't tell somebody, right? It's not something that you want to maybe bring up right away because some girl might get freaked out, right? But once they feel more comfortable. Right. With you, and I feel like with being bisexual, if you're going to be in a long-term relationship, like your partner is going to have to know. Like, I mean, I know you didn't tell that other girl, the year and a half girl, but have there been other women that you've dated for shorter than a year and a half that you actually told and they were with you as a bisexual man knowing who you were and you had a relationship? Yeah, there was one, but she thought because of that, that I wanted to experiment and do all these types of fun. I mean, like, look, I'm a freak like the rest of them, but like when it comes to one-on-one, but she wanted to do like a threesome with another guy and all this stuff. And oh, I'm, she was I'm not into on that. I'm it. just, yeah, she was turned on by, it. and I, and I trust me, I think that's, I think that's hot when I hear about guys are calling a Uda Wiser into it. That's hot. Mm-hmm. But, and I'm like, you know, that would be, that's, that is a high relationship. I'm happy for you. But for me, I don't need all of that. Right. You don't want You know, that. I'm territorial mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm territorial myself, and I know what happens. And we've seen on your show what happens a lot of times when you invite somebody into that relationship, even if it's just for sex. Yeah. It can get really complicated. Yeah, for sure. Especially you know? if you do it, 
there's so many ways to do it wrong, you know, and, but there are ways to do it right. And there are a lot of couples and I've had them on my show that have done it the right way. And it takes a, you know, and I think one of the biggest things is like, you know, you want to be with someone for some time. I mean, you're the type of person, like if you wind up with a woman, right. Who is okay with you being by and maybe even into it, but sort of more like you wired to just be with one person and wanting that and wanting that intimacy with you and you with her, you know, you know, maybe 10 years down the line, you are the kind of couple that will maybe open it up and play with different things. You know what I mean? But it would be way down mm-hmm. the line, you know, and only because yeah. you are by and you're open to it and she's cool with it and, you know, and, but you are, but you're with each other and you know that you are right. But your first desire is to be with somebody and just be with them and have that real intimate relationship. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because what people don't understand a lot of times they don't think for the future that like sex and all this stuff will, will eventually, if you were, if you want to be a monogamous relationship that can go away, that might go away. And, and like I said, and like, you know, and at the end there's that that bond that's got to be there. And if you're able to maintain and get kinky and like add all kinds of different flavor, more power to you. I'm that way too. It's just, I'm not, I'm not at least at a disjuncture. I'm not looking to invite anyone else into the uh, equation because those things can be very, very complicated. And I'm a territorial person myself. Right. So, but like if you're on Tinder or on, you know, I don't know what I don't date. So I don't know what dating sites there are out there nowadays. Like when I used to date, it was like plenty of fish or like, you know, like what's fucking out there that people look, do look, know. Look, look, I should add you to the duck show. Kathy, why don't you date? <laughs> no. Yeah. Right. I'm going to eventually have someone interview me one day. That'll be on my Patreon too. But wait, no, I, what I want to know is like, where do you like, so it, wherever you are dating, right. Or online, right. That's where everyone does it. Like, what mm-hmm. do you, like yeah. what do you go looking for right and like what do you okay so say you have bisexual I'm into both things right like but if you go on tinder are you swiping to look at guys or are you are you swiping to look at girls are you doing both like how does it work both 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 mm-hmm. yeah yeah like i said there's this feeling that people feel like uh or this stigma that feels like we we can't you know we're, we're either too greedy or, or we can't or we just we think one way or we're not or, you know, we're just, I don't know, my words aren't coming out right. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's its like, you know, it's just both. It's its much more simple than people. You know, I think i think part of the reason I've tried to think about this psychologically, why a lot of people mis, misinterpret the bi thing versus any any other like heterosexual or, or um, what do you call it, homosexual. And I think it has a lot to do with because you don't usually, when you hear the term, you don't usually hear people talk to say heterosexual. They usually say straight. You don't yeah. usually hear people say homosexual. They usually say gay. Yeah. But for some reason, people say the whole word of bisexual so much that it's like their mind automatically dips into like the, the sexual for part sure. of that word. And so yeah. that kind of, that trips them up and they, and they don't focus on the fact that it really, if you think bi, it's just kind of it's, it's much more simpler than people make it out to be. Right. But I think it's a lot easier. You know, most people think black and white. You know, they think in like terms of male, female, right? Black, white, like day, night. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's much easier to sort of see things separate that way, right? So they could sort of, it's easier to say, oh, this guy is gay and he's into guys. 
this woman is straight. She's into men, you know, and then but then when you say this is a guy and he's into women or men and that just I think it's like hard for a brain or all of our brains are sort of more wired to do that sort of black and white thing. You know what I mean? Then it's like you add this other thing into the mix and it gets a little bit confusing. But I definitely think, you know, listen, you're 30 something years old you know, you're going to maybe date up, date down, but like someone around your age, like you could meet a girl or a guy in their twenties, you know, and date them. And like, you know, you're going to find a lot of people that are going to be very accepting, I think, of who you are and very happy because I'm sure there's a lot of bisexual people out there or people that want to be with someone who's really monogamous, whether you're bi or not, it's hard to find a guy that is, very into sort of being with one person and wanting to be intimate and really capable and wanting to be monogamous, right? A lot of men aren't interested in that. So I think, you know, you're a good catch for that right person that, you know, is looking for that because a lot of guys aren't right. You just happen to be bisexual, but I think, you know, uh, for that right woman or that right guy that's able to be okay with that and knows that you just want to be, will be very grateful because they'll know that you, what's most important is that you are really monogamous and you're not afraid of intimacy and you really want that with one person. Whereas right. a lot of people one aren't capable of that or not interested yeah, or yeah. not interested, well, you know? Yeah, totally. And I appreciate um, the words about, you know, my future and I've, and I, I I definitely have hope for that. One thing I did forget to mention that is like, again, with this new generation of finding ways to make themselves feel, it's so weird. It's like they want to feel free and be open, which most of them are when it comes to expressing what they like and who they like. And yet you have guys that, like you said, the bisexual, bisexual is like a traditional kind of term. Now you have people saying things like bi-romantic, like, well, you know, I'm bi-romantic, but I'm heterosexual or, oh, yeah. or heteroflexible. Yeah, heteroflexible yeah, yeah, all and, those. And yeah. That's what, so confusing. And I just, that's why I think, all right, and that's why I think the labels are really kind of, I think the whole label thing is pretty much about, it's like it's about to hit a bubble. It's becoming so much even for them that they're eventually they're just going to just wash all that shit away. Because at the end of the day, we're more like, you've you heard of the Kinsey scale, right? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's really what it boils down to. Yeah, an easier way um, to look at it. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I think, though, that, like, I think that, you know, with the younger generation, why they're trying to, like, I think the putting in labels and stuff, it's because just, like, all this shit just, like, sort of exploded and became acceptable. and, And I think it's super cool that they're so open and trying to make sense of it all, you know? But I think, yeah, down the line... Oh, I love that. It'll be easier that you don't even need to you know but I get the sort of need to that because I think it's hard to explain because they're surrounded by so many people that you know don't understand or and have never heard of this stuff right so how do you explain right there to their parents right they're like have parents that don't know what the fuck they're Mm -hmm. talking about so like you know I get the whole creating of all the names yes it's so confusing it's really confusing that's why like on my show I don't like to focus so much on I like to just like get into like the real details about somebody's life, right? And like how things play mm-hmm. out and how they feel about it and you know what kind of experiences they're having cuz I think people could really sort of relate and learn a lot and it's really great to know that there are people out there that are like them, right? Or doing the same thing so they don't mm-hmm. feel so quote unquote alone, you know? I think 
for you yeah. as a black man, where you know that, and as a bisexual person who has had like issues, right, and feels like it's really difficult. What like for other people listening that feel the same way? What is that Reddit page that you said that you go to where they all like that you could talk and stuff? Is it a specific Reddit page, um, or there's tons of them out there? Yeah, like, well, yeah. I mean, if you just go, I mean, I think there's more than several, but I think it's just. I think it's just called bisexual. And right. I think they have one for men too, but they have a general one uh-huh. for women and men. And it would be really interesting. So well, whenever you post, whenever this comes live, we're definitely going to try to post a link there. Yeah. But let me ask you this. Like, what if you, like, what do you see on there? Is like the biggest gripe, like, like the stuff that you're saying, like finding partners that understand and accept it or finding people that understand what it means or all of the above like what are people talking about like, um all of the above i mean and they even have funny stuff too they have funny like memes or pictures that kind of explain the the stereotypes or things that people are put on some of them just sharing their story a lot of them a lot of times there are people that are um closet closet closeted in their marriages who are and they want to be able to, to tell their partner because even if you never plan on doing anything with that other quote unquote other side, you still on some level feel like you're not being fully authentic if you can't if you can't be fully expressive or just be fully who you are with no secrets. Even totally. if it, even if it wouldn't do anything, because I mean like and not saying that oh well you do it so that you and your wife can sit there and like compare notes on on dudes on TV. It's just that you know you just you feel like there's a piece of yourself that that's not. That they don't know and, for and you sure. You can't understand why I'm teaching them. Yeah, and you yeah. had that year and a half There's relationship a with that girl. And on some level, right, you had yeah. to know that this it can't go the distance because she doesn't know a, a, a thing, like a big part of who you really are. And it doesn't matter, like you said, whether right. you're going to be with a guy with her. She, you have been with men and she doesn't even know, right? So it's like you're hiding something right. and that, that you can never wind up with somebody yeah. like that, right? Right, exactly. You gotta be, you gotta be able to be your full self. And I just want to say one last: I, I don't judge anybody who's who is, you know, who's in the closet and doing, you know, and just very struggling because there are yeah. a lot of black people out there that struggle. But I just my my bone to pick is just with a lot of like some of the guys, even some of the callers. Like I'm just like you're you're, you're giving us a bad. Not only you're giving us a bad name, but just like if you. Just you know, we all have choices. We all choices in life when it comes to you. You know, you don't have to come. You don't have to have this happen. You don't have to do anything but eat, sleep, drink, and and be married. You know, you don't have to do all all the things. Those are choices that you make. And if you're fine with them, if you're fine cheating or to get those things that you want, fine. But if you want to not have to worry about all that, change up your thinking and think about instead of what I can take as far as pleasure from this relationship. What can I give? Mm-hmm. And that way, you won't feel as they won't have these. They won't have as many urges to go out and seek things elsewhere. I mean, there's not much I can do for people who are already in relationships, but I think for people that want to be in relationships or in the beginning of relationships, I think that that would be helpful to them. To be on, to be what? To be what would be helpful for them in the beginning? To just, to, it would be helpful for people in the beginning to just, um, you know, think of think about in relationships. Okay, what? When it comes to sex and things like that, I know what I like and I want and but I want to be able to give what I can to someone else, whatever they like, and make sure they know what I like so that they can give it back 
mm-hmm. me so that way be it's open. an exchange of gifts instead of me yeah it'd be an exchange of gifts of sexual gifts yeah. instead of just saying okay well i need this i need that and she's not getting it to i gotta find it somewhere else you know right of know. course I think it's a lot like the reason why I like to do my show and like to get on the call and like to have at least an hour talking to somebody because I, I, and especially even the cheating ones, because I think you have to, it's hard to make general sweeping statements about people who quote unquote cheat Mm -hmm. because each story is very different. Each story, like, you know, you might feel very differently when you hear the reason why one guy cheats compared to another. You know what I mean? And there's very different degrees. And when you hear their backstory and it depends on their age and there's so many factors that you have to take into consideration that it is. That's why I wind up feeling like it's very hard for me to judge anyway. And what I normally go by when I'm listening to somebody talk is how they feel about their own situation. So and I've had a couple guys on a lot more recently where they felt actually really bad when they were going and, you know, with a guy behind their wife's back. And that to me is a sign that you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing. And I'll talk to that person about like, how do you change that behavior? You know, because that person is judging themselves, right? Because they feel bad. And, and that's, so it's, it's hard to sort of say like every sociopath. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Sociopaths, narcissists, like all those kind of people exist. I don't see most of the people who call me as that. I mean, I've had a couple like cheaters. Like there's like a really bad kind of cheater, like the kind of cheater that cheats, doesn't care. He's not capable of even loving his what? Like, you know, it's. No, no, I totally agree with you. But I don't have any of those on my show. No, no, no. I was joking. Well, I was half joking about that. No, what I was trying to say was, is that. Well, I was just trying to offer a new way of thinking for a lot of the, yeah. the, the men and women, so they don't get into that, into that. But as far as what led them to that, I, that's what I said earlier. Like I can't judge them because yeah. there's no telling what situation I'm going to be in in the future, which will cause me to have to be like, I met this one dude. He, he, his wife. He wants to be able to explore into all these different things, but ever since his wife hit menopause, shit, she said he, he'd be a he has to sleep with a, yeah. with a knife. <laughs> under the pillow so it's like you just you just don't know <laughs> and, and he's afraid like if she even knew man my ass would be gone so right. you never know. yeah 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 exactly things shit happens and stuff i mean i think you're kind of like mm-hmm. wired to like question and you're a curious person and you like psychology right and you like to sort of break things that's why you probably listen to my show and you like you know because it's in and that's mm-hmm. why you want it's to so call in right yeah to talk about it because it is all like super interesting you know um and so and i don't think that people that are wired that way tend to be judgmental i think you just like to know it's not about Mm -hmm. judgment it's just about learning right and finding Mm -hmm. out how people think and how people how it works and everything you know and i know that people always all my life like i always felt like people or people would always be like i don't know why i'm telling you this but like i'm just telling you my whole life story and it would always i felt like it was always because i was very non-judgmental because i'm never really listening to someone explain Mm -hmm. their life trying to find something bad about them i'm like just i just find it fascinating i think people are super interesting and I like to hear about it because it's just like interesting to me. You know what I mean? It's I'm never coming from a place yeah. of judgment. I'm not trying to put them in a box or make an opinion right. about them. In a you know, it's just a, a curiosity, right? And I think that that's why yeah. people and feel comfortable to tell me stuff. And you're probably the same way. 
Yeah, it's very voyeuristic for me, but at the same, it's very voyeuristic to me. But I, I feel like as a voyeur looking into these people's lives, I can't. I don't feel like I have a right to be there if I'm going to be judged, going to just be ultimately judgmental because it takes a lot for a lot of these people to even like me to even you know come forward and, and talk about certain things, you know. Yeah, I don't feel like I got a lot out of you about you, but that's okay. I feel like you well, wanted to talk well, I gotta about tell you, <laughs> bigger picture. Yeah. I did, but I, I did, but well, you know, we'll have to talk another time about that whole BBC thing. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I tried sure. to go to the stuff about you, but you kept bringing it back to this other stuff, and that's okay. I don't think I'm not gonna say. I think like a part of me could be like, oh, does he not really want to go there about himself? Like he did, but I felt like probably why you did that is because you came on the show knowing exactly like with the things you wanted to cover and you probably had a lot on your mind that you wanted yeah. to say and I felt like you were bringing it back not to avoid talking about yourself but more so to make sure that you got everything out that you wanted to after I'm sure all these things were always in your head yeah. when you were listening to my show right so now you're finally on and you want to like yeah. bring a talk about everything right but I would love to hear your story right? yeah. at some point well, as yeah. well and we could just focus yeah, on definitely. that Mm-hmm. Definitely, because you know, like I can give you a whole, I can give you a whole show about this whole BBC thing because yeah. I know it's come up a couple times in the past. Yeah, uh, that like more about can, you, personal. That's what I normally do, but I never mind uh, an episode like this. I think it's like a, I mean, I think it's like a good learning experience, and it teaches people a lot of stuff. And there's yeah. probably a lot of people like you that listen to my show that want to hear stuff like this, right? It's and because they're yeah, thinking just the way you are. Just a breath yeah. of fresh air. Yeah, and to blow, like to get more information on the bisexual thing because it comes up so much, right? Uh, so you've helped me yeah. see it in a different way. Hopefully you have helped other people see it in a different way and also been a voice for you know people that are listening that have felt the same way you have. So thanks but for coming you, on. But let me ask yeah. you, has it... Yeah. Well, let me ask you real quick. Has it, sure. has it, has it kind of, I know you said it has, but it's really kind of opened up your, your, um, it, or expanded your kind of view on the, view yeah, on the, for uh, sure. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because you ooh, really ooh. showed me that it's and like, I, it's not, it's, it's not about sex. It's just about a person being bisexual is just like you could be either with a man or a woman, right? It for sure. It definitely made yeah. it much clearer yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mostly. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to neglect those people that really is just about sex with them. But the lion's share of us, we're just like anybody else when it comes to a relationship. So, right. and Kathy, I really appreciate you for letting me be. Let me do this. I know I didn't get talked enough about me, but I'll be. No, but I'll we be, do another episode if you ever want, you. and be. Yeah, exactly. If you ever want to yeah. come in uh, again on the show, and we'll talk to you about you. But anyway, thanks so much for oh, calling yeah. in I, and doing something different. I don't mind. I'm I'm flexible. No. <laughs> I'm heteroflexible. Thank you so much, Kathy. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. you. And we'll talk again soon. I'll let you know when it airs. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.